This is Meditation Inspiration. I'm your host, mindfulness meditation teacher Katie Austin, and this podcast is here to inspire you to either start a meditation practice or to keep one going. I've got real life stories from meditators from around the world to inspire you with your practice. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to Meditation Inspiration, episode nine. Gosh, I can't believe we've nearly done 10 episodes. Um, It's quite something. Um, And yeah, it is quite a lot of work creating a podcast, um, but it is a lot of fun. And um, I've had a while of a time meeting lots of different people and having chats about all things mindfulness and meditation. And today's guest is one of um, my participants and friends, Shell Wherry. And Shell came on an online MBSR course I ran in the spring, summer of 2023, so not long ago. And she just had so many amazing words of wisdom to share and her experience um, of how um, her mindfulness practice was supporting her recovery from long COVID, I thought was just a really powerful and and she agreed to share her experience with you all. And, you know, this is not an, not an easy thing to, to share our stories and especially when talking about vulnerable things such as illness and, you know, and relationships and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just really, really grateful for Shell's um bravery and courage and all my guests courage in in being so generous with their stories and offering to talk to me and you all through this podcast so here we go introducing shell worry hi shell hi katie lovely to have you here today well actually i'm at your house today yeah. which is a treat for me to come out on the road and um, do an interview um, in someone's home. So real, just really honoured to be. You're very welcome. Asked here. <laughs> um, so for a little bit of background, Shell came on um, one of my mindfulness courses um, in the spring, wasn't it? Was it May June? Yes. Yeah, and and we know each other before that. Yeah. Through work and and. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think that you speak so amazingly to your experience of mindfulness and especially the power of the pause. Um, but it'd be lovely to hear from you a little bit more about kind of, because I know that wasn't your first experience of a mindfulness course. How did you, do you remember how you were first drawn to, to starting a mindfulness practice or getting, kind of getting drawn into the practice? Yes, so it was through my job um, that I first encountered mindfulness Mm -hmm. with Exeter University Mm -hmm. and I was very, very interested in the power of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very sceptical to start with, have to say. I wasn't convinced to start with. However, it didn't take very long at all for me to realise that, that was not necessary to be sceptical at mm-hmm. all. Um, in my experience, it was very powerful. Um, 
very accepting of the situation I was in at the time and so helpful Mm -hmm. mentally so helpful yeah so that was with Exeter University yeah and that was an eight-week course um as well that you're part of yeah Yeah, it was yeah yeah um after that I met you um (laughs) which was amazing and um Life was a little bit difficult for me, for whatever reason, at the time. And you very kindly invited me onto your stress reduction and anxiety course, which I also found absolutely mind-blowing. It was so helpful. In fact, I would go so far as to say life-changing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Mentally life-changing. I think the combination of the two together yes. yeah really really helped mm-hmm. um and i now put that into practice every day oh. so which is great um because nobody else need know what i'm doing necessarily yeah. it's very useful and it's also very useful for people that i work with so in what ways what what ways has it been helpful so what's the kind of in that you say like day to day how how has it changed your life how how has it helped you this practice so it taught me to take a step out of um day-to-day anguish maybe that people go through um difficulties mentally that people go through um and take a side step or a back step and just find out where i am Mm-hmm. in that particular moment um it's taught me to understand a different aspect of perhaps why somebody has said something to you that initially you may have might have taken offense to but it makes you think why did they say that mm-hmm. you know uh, and how can i unpick that differently yeah yeah how can i see it differently yeah yeah how yeah. you know how does that actually have to affect me mm-hmm. does it have to affect me yeah or not yeah and if it does how can i accept that in a different way yeah so as i'm not put in any position that i don't want to be in necessarily mm-hmm. um yeah and how how could i actually help that person as well to understand that yeah so it sounds like this kind of it offers you like a a bit of a shift a perspective shift and a little bit of a widening out in definitely a widening out yeah kind of especially within relationships and and tricky conversations and that kind yeah. of thing any awkward conversation now yeah doesn't necessarily feel awkward to me anymore because there's wow. always an option yeah um whereas before life seemed very black and white mm. and actually it doesn't need to be it, yeah there is options yeah um and openness is really really key with that uh, which I found also useful Mm -hmm. to be able to exercise and accept yeah so a a two-way thing yeah so exercising openness and accepting openness is is good yeah Yeah. and and okay yeah as well yeah yeah so yeah acceptance and openness are just yeah two beautiful huge beautiful words that are massive part of of mindfulness of bringing that mindful attention to yeah to our moment-to-moment experience 
absolutely. And if something has been said or potentially done Mm -hmm. that you think is, that was a little bit harsh, then just take a minute to think about it Mm -hmm. and readjust to what was actually meant by that. Yeah. Don't just jump in and think, oh, Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily meant offensively. Yeah. And what what is it in those moments? Like, what supports you to to kind of shift that perspective? Are you how is it taking a pause? Is there you come into an anchor in your body? Is there something like that that's supporting you? Like, yeah. just yeah, what what's what works for you in those moments? It's always in my gut. Mm-hmm. I feel it always in my gut initially, mm-hmm. and then I take. A pause, as you said. Yeah. Power of the pause, amazing. Um, and just think about it, mm-hmm. readjust it, reframe it, mm-hmm. um, and accept what's been said. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you don't accept it, then yes, it's it's fine to challenge, but mm-hmm. in a gentle way, yeah. rather than in an aggressive way. Yeah. Or overly assertive, whichever assertion is okay in its place yeah (laughs) um and and i found that people are more open to listening to that attitude Mm -hmm. as well yeah if there is something that you feel this isn't correct this isn't making me feel comfortable Mm -hmm. how can i change this to suit both not just one person Mm -hmm. just to suit both people Okay, so other people's perspective on things as well. Yeah. Matters. Yeah. Absolutely. Massively. Yeah. So, and if I can anchor myself back to a point where I'm comfortable to do that, mm-hmm. then it, it, it's it got to be good. Yeah. So then you say you describe this kind of feeling in your belly. Mm-hmm. And is that sort of like a kind of... Is that, is that coming to that feeling in the belly? What what kind of supports your pause? Or is that like a little kind of, is that a little um, kind of tell, is that telling you something about the situation? Or is that your kind of, um, your, almost your little little trigger? Oh yeah, I need to take a pause because I can feel something in my belly. Yeah, I need to take a step back okay. a second because my gut is saying, hang on, this isn't quite right. Yeah. Or... This is a situation that potentially you need mm-hmm. to think about before mm-hmm. you speak. And and yeah. so I I tend to find myself almost physically taking a step back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. other people don't necessarily know I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, I can visualise myself doing that mm-hmm. quite easily now, whereas before I would have yeah. not been able to do so. Yeah. Yeah, so giving you kind of that ability to create a bit of space. Yeah. To yeah. between kind of what's happened and what happens next. Yeah. So yeah, how we move forward. Yeah. Yeah, and being open and honest. Yeah. And but at the same time, providing myself with a safe space. Hmm. Um, which is important. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. Such a a skill to be able to look after yourself in. Yeah. In, in challenging moments absolutely yeah to be able to pause before we kind of like automatically react and and just kind of like 
take a moment before turning that into a wiser response yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. um and do you like feel into your feet on the floor or your breath what's a good anchor place for you in the body it's my breath yeah there's the breathing just i i have long covid so breathing for me at the moment is very difficult Mm-hmm. it's part of apparently it's part of the yeah. uh situation but actually again mindfulness has kept me safe with that mm-hmm. when i've had a situation where i've overexerted or um i'm rushing maybe mm-hmm. um i can i can recontrol the breathing mm-hmm. with the power of mindfulness Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is is I found so fascinating and and so interesting when you were describing that because during the course, so I hope you don't mind me saying that you 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 d- you just kind of found out that yeah. you thought that was Absolutely. what you were experiencing was long COVID. Yeah, and um, it was beautiful to kind of to hear how you were learning to um be with those tough moments when your breath was um becoming difficult, mm-hmm. but actually. For you, actually feeling your breath yeah. supported you. Whereas sometimes for some people, it actually might be being with the breath when the breath's difficult isn't helpful. So it was really fascinating how it actually that was that's helped, that helped me. you. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to like? Is, could you describe a little bit more about that? That those mo- one of those moments yeah. when, yeah, like when it did help. Um, nerves, obviously, anxiety, mm-hmm. any anxious situation, mm-hmm. or is normal for rapid breath yeah um so to be able to physically stop Mm -hmm. and recognize this is normal Mm -hmm. um but i need to ground myself again Mm -hmm. for the breathing to become normal again Mm -hmm. is was a challenge yeah um, which didn't help with the mm-hmm. long COVID because the ang- throw the anxiety into yeah. the mix, so the breathing was even more rapid, yeah, or even more shallow, whichever way it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So acceptance of this is what's happening. Yeah, I can't change what's happening now. Mm-hmm. It's already here. What I can change is how I move forward. Yeah. So basically re-educating the mind to thinking okay this is already happening Mm. how do i change this in the future yeah what happens how do i control this in the future Mm. because i can i'm the only one who can do that to my own body yeah um and it very quickly became the norm for Mm -hmm. me um long covid seems to be here to stay for me for a second or two so i needed very quickly to accept this and readjust things in my life yeah um and which i did through mindfulness Mm -hmm. absolutely just taking time for me the self-care i needed to be able to live a relatively normal life yeah right now yeah so in those yeah, in those moments when you notice that your your breathing was more rapid or more shallow, mm-hmm. you see it sounds like you you could you found that there was some anxiety before you know there was anxiety coming in because about that happening and actually yeah. make making it almost worse. worse. Yeah, but 
what you say if, I, if I'm wrong, as I've understood it, is that, you know, when but actually pausing, physically stopping, opening to that experience of feeling your breath and accepting, okay, this is how it is right now. I can't change it. That kind of opening and that softening into what was rather than fighting it and trying to make it go away. And, and oh, you know, the what kind of anxiety can sometimes bring up that has helped you to obviously not make it go away completely, but it's made it easier to, to, to with. be with. Is that is that right to Absolutely. say? Absolutely. It's yeah. grounded me to the point where before it could, it would have turned into a full-blown panic attack. Right, yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Wow. Because okay. I don't necessarily stop it. Yeah. But I accept it. Yeah. And so the more I fight it, mm-hmm. the harder it is. Yeah. So I just stop, pause. Yeah. And focus on realigning my breath. Yeah. So as I can move forward. Yeah. Comfortably. Mm-hmm. And healthily. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally and physically. Healthily. Yeah. Um, because the men- mentality of it was affecting the physical. Yes. Um, yeah. And I didn't realise that until it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And the mindfulness kicked in and it was, oh my God, life changing. Mm-hmm. Because before I could barely breathe. Mm. Now it's still difficult. Yeah. But it's much more comfortable mm-hmm. and I'm much safer. Yeah. Because I know what's happening, I've accepted it and I deal with it. Yeah. So that's that real shift in relationship. Massively. To. And as you say, you know, it's not, this is not a magic wand. It's not, no. you know, it's not going to make it all go away, but no. it's that changing, shifting your relationship to make it easier and easier. safer to yeah. be with and to kind of be able to, you know, not almost yeah. not, you know, get it stuck in those, in, in the panic attack. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. cause it can be it's really, really, really um, frightening. Yeah. Really frightening. Not being, you know, not feeling like we can breathe well, like it's, it's incredibly yeah, it sounds incredibly challenging. In it was moments. a massive challenge to accept. I was very active um, and I'm yeah. not necessarily as active as I was due to the mm-hmm. um, breathing issues. Um, however, of late, I have walked half a mile. Yes. Unaided, without any help at all, I inhalers, whatever, um, medical support. Just the power of acceptance. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's doable. Yeah. Which is huge. And it's free and nobody else needs to know that I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it's safe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not putting anything untoward into my body. My body's not fighting anything. It's mm-hmm. me that was fighting it. Yeah. And now I've let that go. Actually, it's easier, mm-hmm. um, but it's through focus, mental focus, and stability. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that ability to yeah to ground and kind of focus our acceptance yeah. of what's happened. I can't change. Yeah, but what I want to change and will change and have changed is how I move forward, mm-hmm. um, unaided with medical aids. Yeah. Um, so, because that was my goal. 
Yeah. Uh, which I've achieved. So my next goal is a mile. Yes. Um, which I'm working on. Yeah, <laughs> little by little. Yeah. Yeah. Baby steps. Oh, that's wonderful because I know how much you love walking. Oh, I will be active again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At some point. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah, it's so important, isn't it? Absolutely. To you, I know that yeah. to your walking and. Yeah. And um. Yeah, something that you really enjoyed, wasn't it? The um the qigong um. Yeah, being in nature. Yeah. Sea swimming. Yeah. All of that. I had to lose all of that, oh, yeah. which was a real blow. Yeah, a real blow. Um, but it's slowly coming back. Yeah, but only because I focus. Yeah, and accept what's happened, mm-hmm. and work very hard to change it. Yeah, with huge amounts of support, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, it was an amazing course. Oh, I'm so glad that it's been supportive for you in, in a tricky time. Absolutely, yeah. And is there any any other part of the kind of any of the other mindfulness practices or anything part of the course that was really helpful to you in or is helpful to you in, in daily life? What's, what's, what else have you taken away from it? The movement, mindful movement. Yeah. Um, again, because of lack of breath and um, non-mobility for mm-hmm. for whatever reason, um, the very gentle approach to yeah. movement yes. through mindfulness, again, I didn't think was possible mm-hmm. for me um, due to a previous injury, mm-hmm. and but it was, and it was just again absolutely mind-blowing that I could do this yeah and it was just such a gentle approach as I said just a gentle support for Mm -hmm. me so again physical and mental Mm -hmm. went hand in hand yeah but at my own pace yeah and now I build on it Mm -hmm. um and I'm convinced that um that's what's helped me keep motivated to want to get back to my active life yeah it's because I could yeah uh, and it wasn't you know initially it was I can't do that yes I can do that mm-hmm. it's gonna take time yeah but I can do it yeah whereas before I would have said no that's that's those days are gone mm-hmm. no they're not they've just begun yeah really yeah. they're just in a different way Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so you, the mindful movement kind of provided that kind of it seems, sounds like it's providing the bridge yeah kind of something really gentle where I mean we were always just for anyone who's never done a, a mindfulness course um, an eight week mindfulness course MBSR or MBCT or there's lots of other mindfulness courses and um, mindful movement is also really always a really key part of the courses um, and it might be kind of yoga inspired or more Tai Chi Chi Gung inspired, um, d- depending on what the teacher is uh, most kind of comfortable in guiding and what they have the most experience in. But, um, you know, it's it's a wonderful point that you kind of bring across shell in that from 
really struggling to do any movement like that that the really kind of was a bridge has been a bridge for you to kind of move, start to move gently again yeah and of course we're always whenever we guide whenever a mindfulness teacher um you know trained in the same way as me would guide a mindfulness um, mindful movement is it's always you are in charge and if anything doesn't feel right you don't do it you really listen to your body and and respond to your body as you move so it's really um really gentle and you like you're in control of the movement yeah um which is we can then go and take and adapt to other kind of classes and movement and mm. outside of outside of the kind of mindfulness course sphere it was very empowering yeah. to yes. to be guided through initially yeah. by yourself mm-hmm. um, and to take part with others that were on the course yeah. um, which was amazing support yeah. everybody supported each other which was great um and it just proved to me that i mm-hmm. could do this yeah. rather than i can't do this yeah yes you can do this but it's going to take adjustment yeah um and it was the gentle adjustment and the support and guidance from yourself um that that convinced me mm-hmm. from the first time we did it it yeah. was it totally grabbed my attention mm-hmm. and gave me the motivation mm-hmm. and the inspiration to start again yeah change oh, it i'm so glad yeah so glad and what was the most challenging thing about bringing has been the most challenging thing about bringing mindfulness kind of a beginning a mindfulness practice and or kind of continuing a mindfulness practice because you've been practicing a while now i think the most challenging initially was time yeah yeah because we all tend to oh i haven't got time um yeah i'll do that tomorrow yeah i'll get around to it so actually educating my brain again to giving myself time yes actually allowing myself the time mm-hmm. um to do this for me yeah uh it was necessary step mm-hmm. it was a necessary step it still is a necessary step and it wasn't just allowing myself the time it was providing myself with the self-care that i needed at that time yeah to become better yeah more healthy uh, re-educated and calmer yeah about one thing had a knock-on effect to the other yeah and and once this had begun this mm-hmm. this journey had begun for me i then became really hungry for more mm-hmm. it's addictive because <laughs> um i I wanted to learn more mm-hmm. immediately and I have learned more and I still want to learn more. Yeah. Um because the proof is in the pudding. It's <laughs> it's sort of changed my life mm. completely. It's changed my outlook. It's changed who I am who I'm with and who I'm not with. Mm-hmm. It's given me almost permission to be me. Yeah. Um, and and that it's okay yeah yeah and it's also given me chance to listen to other people's perspective on things mm-hmm. and even if I don't agree then that's okay because yeah. that is okay yeah yeah um yeah. it's okay not to be okay <laughs> yeah. 
And it's also okay to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has just helped me to be more in control yeah. of who I am and mm-hmm. where I am. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we've got one more question. <laughs> um, how do you think that you um, learning mindfulness practice and bringing it into your life has had an effect on the others in your life I mean, I oh, you've, already de- you've already described ways that it has but it just I always find that interesting yeah massively uh, others I think are more accepting of um, my lack of quality of life through long covid yeah um, because I learnt self-care mm-hmm. others were um, my family were grateful that I'd learnt it I think because they could see that I was a lot calmer about life and that I accepted what's happening Um, and I'd found a way to cope with it because it was it was a challenge yeah it still is a challenge on a daily basis but yeah we don't know enough about long covid at the moment to be able to say oh well you know this is how it is gonna be Mm -hmm. we don't know um What I do know is that I'm in control of this. It's not in control of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from it was a reassurance for others around me to know that that was my way of thinking. Yeah. That I was okay with this. Okay, it's difficult. Yeah, it is very difficult. It has changed my whole being, but not necessarily in a negative way. Yeah. Positive has definitely come from negative. That's interesting. This. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit of a battle. Yeah. But we're winning the war. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sal. You're welcome. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. It was a real, real joy to to, um, have you in the space. and, And yeah, and I'm sure this will be really helpful for for those out there who might be kind of interested in mindfulness and especially you know going through something similar like long, long covid or health difficulties you know to kind of get that other person's perspective and i think it's so important how you describe that yeah this is it's still here yeah this is still here and this is still happening but and it's not you know and mindfulness isn't gonna make so magically make all of our problems go away but it helps us to gives us a way of navigating them and working with them yeah in a way that just is so much more often so much more easeful um mm. and that's the point yeah for me it put it put life back into perspective yeah and yeah. it was a difficult period of time yeah but as i said with with the amazing support that I mm-hmm. had and the, and the, your guidance, yeah, I'm coming through. Yeah, I'm coming through, and uh, it's just given me hope where that was gone before. Mm. Uh, now it's not. Actually, it's just the beginning. Mm. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Shell, and thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Meditation Inspiration. 
If you'd like to take part in a mindfulness-based course, I would highly recommend checking out the BAMBA website. Um, BAMBA stands for the British Association of Mindfulness-Based Approaches and it has a register of highly trained mindfulness teachers based here in the UK. And if you'd like to check out my offerings, you can find me at katieaustinmindfulness.co.uk. I offer regular mindfulness-based courses in person here in Cornwall and online. Thanks again. See you soon.